We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come. So when you need to find that next person to help grow your business, LinkedIn Jobs will match the right talent with your open role fast. LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. That's how LinkedIn makes sure your job post is seen by the people you want to hire, people with the skills, qualifications, and other interests that will help your business grow. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds on LinkedIn and why companies rated LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. Find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash team. Again, that's linkedin.com slash team and get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody. Welcome to a Sunday night edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. The draft is but four days away. It is the annual Saints Happy Hour draft preview extravaganza. I am kind of drunk, me and my wife, to support local business. My wife. Yeah, uh, in Texas to to support the local restaurant industry, said, hey, why don't you get a gallon of watermelon margaritas and we'll just drink that shit all day. And I was like, that sounds like a great idea. So that's what we've been doing. I've been drinking... Watermelon margaritas doing puzzles while it rains outside. It's been quite the Sunday. Sounds delicious. We well, have first, a, go ahead, Dave. We have a place here uh, in New Orleans, this, a Mexican place called El Pavo Real, and they are also doing gallons of watermelon margaritas that I have yet to try, but I can only imagine how delicious they taste. Yeah, today we got takeout from the only New Orleans restaurant in Charlottesville, Virginia. It is mediocre at best. Um, <laughs> now they're pull boys. They do. Uh, they do have pull boys, and they do get um, their bread from uh, was it Langenheimer or what, what's that called? That store? Yeah, Le- Leidenheimer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they get the French bread from there, so it it tastes somewhat legit. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely B minus C plus, but. Forgetting it in Virginia, it's it was nice to do that, and we got beignets for dessert, which is weird because that's a breakfast item, but but they do it for dessert, so we got that. Uh, but I have to say, uh, just going back to the open, listening to those German guys, 
Yeah, I, we we guys. invited them on the show and they never responded yeah, on Twitter. Pure. I mean, we've Kay Adams responds to me on Twitter. Yeah. She says she's going to come on, but these German guys are I don't know, I don't get it. They're too hey, good for us. Hey Kay, if you're listening to the podcast to see if we are legitimate, we are legitimate. And by the way, if you come on, we will send you a care package like we did Seth Galena from PFF who came on. You get your own Saints Happy Hour T-shirt as a thank you for coming on. Why would you not? You know. Now, uh, Ralph, the big the big question is: Do I chat on YouTube or do I chat on Discord with our fans right now? That's the thing. I think we will do YouTube. You got, it's uh, too much. It is too <laughs> fucking much. As never, soon as I saw this never. Discord thing, I was like, ah, oh, this is brutal. And then I'm in there, and it's just and it's everything I thought it was going to be. It's just like. People that have too much time on their hands, and it's like times 100 now because of the quarantine. Y'all are up at all hours a day. You got different rooms talking about different shit. Holy crap. Oh, my God. You're it's... just jealous that you haven't been in the Hazlitt linebackers chat room enough. Yeah, Andrew <laughs> created that especially for me. And listen, if you're a patron, you get direct easy access to our discord server and all the chat rooms we have andrew created a hazlitt linebacker chat room just for me where we discuss things like c grant's scouting report kobe buckwalt's 40 time i mean why would you not want to do that for four hours a day during the week instead of working <laughs> i'm just saying he, he created that room just so that you would stop commenting and bringing up hazlitt linebacker <laughs> And distracting from the other current topics at hand. Uh, well, the other current topic at hand is the draft coming you. up on Thursday. And here's the here's the thing: as as we get closer to this draft, I, I've sort of blocked out all Dave all the negativity of the coronavirus and all the people talking about will they play, will they the not. What? I blocked that shit all out. I'm going to pretend that doesn't exist. We're having a season like we do every football season. It's going to kick off the end of July. It's going to be fine. And I am super pumped for this draft now. So my question to you is, as we get ready for our final simulation before Thursday, what should be our theme tonight? Should we do it? realistic like the saints are going to do it like we think should we do it yolo style get weird like ditka in night it's the 20th anniversary of this the uh ditka trade by the way for ricky williams we'll get into that later should we do it you already asked us this yeah but we did it before the show started i know but the patron the 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 viewers need to know what we're gonna do oh that so you want them to decide no, he just wants the listeners to get a sneak peek into how these big decisions get made for our podcasts. Yeah. This is like uh, how the sausage gets made here, people. Inside the podcast studio. That's what this is. I think people right now, since we're two days, three days, four days, whatever, uh, out, uh, I think they want the actual realistic version. We've, I think I we've had know. enough fun. I... Now it's time to get to the nitty gritty <laughs> and let's do the damn thing like the real thing, which means trading up into the top 10, baby. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Andrew, because I was just going to use this as, as an excuse to explain to people. The closer the Saints get to the draft, every year 
I get YOLO fever. And if you look at my preview columns for WWL, it's always the Saints need to trade up or draft Lamar Jackson or do some weird wild shit. This year, I have 900 words on why they need to trade up to get Isaiah Simmons. Like I, every year, I talk myself into living for the now. And I think combine that with quarantine fever, I want the Saints to go fucking big. I don't want Jordan Love at 24. I don't want Patrick Queen, although that would be funny. He's an LSU linebacker. I don't want that. I want trade up. Let's get nuts. That's what I want. Yeah. Well, we so the draft is Thursday. I'm excited. I think for our mock draft, we should go straight up. That's just me personally, but I'm kind of the boring one of the group. And, uh, yeah, on draft day, uh, I'm sure we'll be doing live podcasts. I'm sure we'll be, um, potentially taking live calls. I don't know if you're going to do one of the, uh, the, the live shows, uh, there are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Where, where we can take calls or not. Well, uh, I, you we'll know what it'll be, Andrew. We'll definitely be in the Discord chat room, too. So, uh patrons uh if you haven't yet there's directions all you got to do is download the discord app it's a chat room and uh anytime there's big saint stuff going on we'll be in there definitely be in there this weekend for the draft starting thursday uh so come hang out hang hang out with us in there and we'll we'll chat about the draft and what's going on in real time well if it goes anything like um last year's draft uh, when the Saints trade up to number eight, I'll be out back helping my wife uh, plant a flower bed. So, in, in, instead of instead of having everything set up and playing this, I won't be ready because I'm not a professional. That was really b- embarrassing last year. <laughs> and <laughs> Ralph, I think you need to mute your uh, phone. Uh, I knew I knew this FaceTime thing was gonna backfire. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a bad. It's always a bad idea. Yeah. Um, so it's too much for Ralph to handle. Too. Yeah. Well, I got I got I got oh, he's, so he's got the banana meter. He's got. <laughs> I got bana- I got banana meter. I got. Uh, I think you can fix now. I think OBS. I got. Um, 
What is OBS? The YouTube. Dis- Discord. I got Discord. I need I need a second and a third monitor. I need to be like a day trader on Wall Street. That's the setup. That's the setup I need. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Before we actually get into the mock draft and 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 run it, I've got it. I've got it, I've got it locked and loaded on FanSpeak. As we go and we, and before we hit the start button, I I want to talk to Dave. I'll start with you, but I want you, Andrew your opinion as well. What is the realistic scenario since you have you guys have decided that it's realistic what is the scenario where the saints move up just a little and what's the scenario where they go fucking big because listen the saints they've traded up into the top they've traded up in either the first or second round four straight years so we know they're likely to do it it's just how big so dave i'll start with you what's the scenario where they trade up just a little. And you don't have to give me players, you but you can talk about positions and stuff. Um Well, you know, I've had my eye on uh I, I don't think that he would fall that far, so I don't think that he would even be anywhere close to the twenties, but I mean the Saints have had a lot of good luck with uh cornerbacks from Ohio State. So <laughs> I would love to see them go get uh uh, Jeff o- Okuda, or whatever is that? How you say his last name? Okuda. Uh, I mean, he certainly fits the bill for uh, for what they're looking for on defense. Wild, but uh, yeah, but again, that would be a pretty probably a, a a bit of a fall for him, and probably not very likely. So maybe that would fit into your other category, which is uh, going YOLO. <laughs> I mean, that would be. That I want to be... keep. I want to keep the Ohio State secondary going. I mean, this is it's worked very well for us. I, I don't. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, let's 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 just do it. Let's just fucking roll the dice, baby. <laughs> Andrew, will they panic trade up if one of the linebackers? Not well. Obviously, Isaiah Simmons. We'll get to him in a second. But let's assume that he's gone. If another linebacker goes top 15, does that make them have to be like, oh, shit, we have to get the last one left? And they'll move up, and, and you can just chef kiss the third-round pick goodbye. <laughs> I was wondering when that was going to make an appearance. Yeah. Um, it's so much better seeing it in person. It is. Uh, you know, I... I I don't know. I don't know. I know that's like a ridiculous thing to say on the show because we pretend we know everything. But I just feel like this team doesn't need one position. Like, I don't think they need a linebacker so bad that they've got to go up and trade to get one. I mean, I, ideally, I want to walk away from this first round with a linebacker. But, you know, there's really only three. And one, they're definitely not going to get unless they YOLO trade up. So... <laughs> You know, it's like at 24, if you get Queen or Murray, that's great. But are they really worth trading up for? You know, would I would I want either of those players at 18 or 19, you know, if they have to move up to get those guys? And I, I tend to say, no, I'm fine with the tackle. I'm fine with the receiver. I'm fine with a quarterback. So 
I don't know that they need a linebacker so bad that they need to trade up. Now, you know, you look at Davenport, like I would say, yeah, like they were at a, a place where they needed edge so bad that it was worth giving up two firsts. I'm not sure Queen or Murray are worth giving up a first or a second next year to go get. Here, Here's a question. Is... Let's go over the worst-case scenario, Dave and Andrew, and I want you both to answer, is what's the worst-case scenario where this draft is done and you're like, God, I, I just – I fucking hate that move. Like what – or would you – Drafting up and grabbing a quarterback. Drafting up for a quarterback. Andrew, that's, is that, would that be your worst-case? Uh – I mean, it would just stress me out, yeah. Because it'd be like, man, we gave up a lot. But then it's also like, how is Taysom Hill going to feel about this? How does that affect the locker room? Uh, it would stress me out. It would stress me out. I don't think, they'd, I don't think they'll move up for a quarterback. Do that's you... also like not YOLO. That's planning for the future. Yeah, it's... You know, that's... it would, that to me, that would just be like, a, if you're all in trying to win a Super Bowl this year, that's not the move you make. Do you, do we think the Saints do we do we think Sean Payton has fallen in love with love over Zoom? Do we think that is possible? I just I have a hard time believing Dave that Sean Payton could be like that's the dude who's going to be the heir apparent to Drew Brees and I haven't seen him work out in person. I haven't visited with him in person. All I did was watch video and talk to him on Zoom. Like I just have a hard time believing Sean Payton is going to fall for a dude that way. Am, am I am I completely wrong? No, I totally agree with you. We are we are on board together. Hey Ralph, real quick, I want to give a quick shout out in the chat room to Jonathan Mick Warder. I probably <laughs> pronounce that like Ralph would. Um, but he, he just said, guys, thank you for what you do. I'm an ER nurse on the coast of Mississippi. And today I witnessed a 45 year old man with COVID-19 go from talking to me to coding in a matter of minutes. He did not make it. Um, so, you know, it seems like it hits closer to home every day. And um, Jonathan, you're incredible for what you do. Thank you for all our first responders. Um, and but it's awesome that we have listeners that are on the front lines doing this. Hey, so Jonathan, ho you hopefully we give them a quick break from the madness. Jonathan, you DM me. I'm going to send you out something special. We got to do something for the people that are like Andrew says on the front lines uh, and fighting this thing. You DM me. I'm going to I'm going to send you a little something. Uh, and by the way, uh, not to my my wife clearly is not a, my, wife. Uh, my, my wife is clearly not as big a hero as Jonathan. But let me just say, she finished up getting every one of those hundred and six either Taysom Hill cups or new subscribers at the seven dollar level. The 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 koozie and the magnet. She got the last thirty three of those done. They are in my car. I will be going to the Paraland post office tomorrow and the last batch of you people will be getting your cups and your shirts and everything you qualified for. So I just want to thank her and thank you guys all for the support. Um but back to the draft Andrew Andrew and Dave Are you are are you sure that it's pronounced Pearland and not Perland. 
apparently. And I, every time, every time you say it, it just sounds wrong. It sounds apparently. like it's supposed to be Pearl. And it's, and it's Ralph saying it. So, and I, and I yeah. know you. Uh, <laughs> are you just sure that you're pronouncing the name of the town that you live in correctly? I'm like eighty percent sure. I that's fe- my thought. See, I that's twenty percent. I should have. We should have. You know what, Andrew? When we had Morstead on, we should have asked him because he was a, he was a Pearland Oiler. So uh, that's true. We should have asked him. Um, but now that we've done worst case, uh, Andrew, I want to start with you. What is your best case for the Saints? And I'll ask it in two parts. Best case, realistic. Best case, the dream scenario for Andrew. Oh, dream scenario for Andrew is an LSU player. So I would prefer <laughs> Justin Jefferson. That's that's my ideal. Um, well, actually, my ideal is Joe Burrow, but I'm assuming that's not happening. So I, I would say Justin Jefferson is my ideal. Uh, I'd be pumped for Patrick Queen. I'd be a little nervous with Patrick Queen that it would go the Al Woods route. You know, so I don't want to get so excited for an LSU player that he bombs and then go Tigers. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> I'm so glad that you finally played that, by the way, on cue yeah. with with decent timing. That's what we said. We we decided when we had Seth Galina on last night that last week that I failed miserably, and that that really every time LSU or an LSU player is mentioned, we need to go Tigers. Play that. Yes. Um. Obviously, no, so, so best case scenario for me personally as an LSU player, Justin Jefferson's who I would prefer. Best case for the Saints, um, I mean, I really don't care as long as it's a guy that helps them this year. So to me, again, going back yeah. to quarterback Jordan Love, like unless Breeze goes down, he's not helping him this year, and um, so I, it it doesn't matter to me as long as they come out of this draft with two guys that either are starters or role players that, that are making plays every week. I, I think it's highly unlikely that uh, they draft anybody from LSU. That's just, that's just not how they roll. That never happens. Uh, we'll not, clap. At least not in, we'll yeah, clap. Well, not, no, I, I was, I was about to qualify at least not in the first, you know, early rounds. Yeah. Um, Devry Henderson before. That Peyton. Was, yeah, that was, that was not Peyton. Um, but no, it's crazy. They have not drafted an LSU player. And there have been first, so many in guys. In the first round ever. And there were so many guys on the defensive side of the ball, you know, back in 07, 08, 09, when they needed so much help on defense. And they yeah. they just never even – it was like they never even bothered to look that way. I think there's more of a chance that they trade up and grab that cornerback from Ohio State than they draft uh, an LSU <laughs> guy. The other thing I would say about that is the wide receivers, Justin Jefferson and other wide receivers from LSU, I don't know. I that, I'm just nervous. I feel like Joe Burrow made them look good. I feel like they benefited from having a Heisman quarterback and uh, being in a good system and being on a great team. And I don't know. Come on, man. I, I don't know. I'm not sold on Justin Jefferson. Really? <sighs> yeah. Just not. I, my my dream scenario is it's not going to happen. But my dream scenario is they trade down just because I want to have Kevin on the – um, the, I want to have Kevin on the breaking news sh- live stream after they trade down, and I want to congratulate him like he had a baby or just got a job promotion or just got married again. Like I want that for Kevin, just to give him like a little bit of joy in his 
his rough time. He deserves it. He right, deserves he it. And I want to, but it's not happening. It's just, it's not going to fucking happen. Like, I, you, they could have two quarterbacks there at 24 and the Saints ain't trading down. Like, it's just not going to happen. My dream scenario, though, un, that's pretty realistic is the Giants do something. They go offensive line at four. Carolina goes receiver at seven, and Isaiah Simmons falls to eight or nine, and the Saints give up the 2021 first and go get him. I just am like, let's fucking do this. Andrew, on the Zoom chat that we recorded that we couldn't use on YouTube because the the video went black, uh, you convinced me that Isaiah Simmons and Demario Davis side-by-side would be fucking amazing and i want it and that's that's my dream that's my that's my realistic you're you're making the biggest fan mistake which is lock in on one player that's the it's you're 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 you've taken a one-way trip to disappointment when you do that i'm quarantined in my house andrew (laughs) i have nothing to do but run mock draft simulations and read Player profiles, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm up to about four <laughs> mock drafts a day at this point. The thing is, with LSU players, Dave, if they don't do it this year, they're never fucking doing it. Like LSU That's just won right. the national title, and they have literally Burrow, Queen, um, Delpit, Delpit. Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah. It's and not may- Sorry, buddy. Sorry, maybe guys. Fulton and Qu- Clyde Edwards Alaire. They could potentially have five dudes go in the first round or go in the first 40 picks. Right. And if the Saints aren't going to draft, draft any of those dudes, it's never fucking going to happen that they're going to pick an LSU guy in the first two rounds. Nope, never happening. Well, they only, they only have 24 and 88, though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think they should uh, grab J.J. McCleskey. (laughs) (laughs) Out of Tulane. Wouldn't be the first J.J. McCleskey. He cost Andrew a lot of money against Houston. And I remember Andrew calling calling me up the next morning in a rage. He's like, what the fuck happened? Houston was up three scores. And I'm like, dude, it fell apart quick. Um... This draft, though, how we – I'm curious to – I just – I'm trying to process how weird it's going to be because Goodell, Goodell is going to be in his basement, which his basement is probably better than all of our houses. I get that. But how weird do you think it's going to be watching it, Dave, with everybody on quarantine and just – it's all going to be Zoom screens and whatnot? Well, wait, let's go back to – you know, I, I know he's filming it in his basement. So let's talk about like, what do we think the background is going to be? Like, is it going to be like bookshelves? Is it going to be like uh, something and you know draft particular where there's like helmets of all 32 teams? Is it going to be more like Andy Cohen where he's got you know just random <laughs> stuff that people have given him? Uh, what's 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 behind Goodell as he's up there? I think it's, I think it's. Like a photo of Tagliabu, a photo of <laughs> a photo of Roselle, and then like the clown nose of him 
the famous clown nose photo. Just to let people know he has a sense of humor. No, he he wouldn't have the clown nose photo. But I definitely think he's gonna have a Roselle photo and a a Roselle photo and a Tagliabue photo behind him. And maybe maybe like a Pat Tillman photo. It's gonna be super. It's gonna be super serious and like emotional. It's gonna be. There's gonna be nothing funny or fun in Roger Goodell's background when he's from his basement announcing these picks. I guarantee you that. How much do you think Peyton is going to get fined for making the Goodell clown photo his bat virtual background on Zoom <laughs> during the draft? I think they would retroactively it's... take away the pick as soon <laughs> as he went on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Like if he goes on ESPN before they pick at 24, Schefter will break into Peyton's interview and announced that Goodell is taking away the pick for conduct detrimental to the league. So, like, our our Kuiper is like, is Kuiper going to be in his house and whoever Dion or whoever the hell? No, Dion's NFL Network, huh? Like, are all these other are all the mock draft McShay? Yeah, are, are all these mock draft experts? So they're going to be in their respective homes too? Or are they still so. going to be in a one a main studio somewhere? I mean, I haven't wa- I haven't been watching ESPN get up. I know Mike Greenberg was still in studio for a while, but everybody else was gone. So I don't know if there's anybody else left that would also go in studio, even if they would like be like at the same studio but like six feet apart. I don't know. I think they're all they're all remote now. I'm pretty much. Um. You know. The the interesting thing too is Andrew, you know, as the, the the first round they'll be pretty serious and it'll be they'll try to make it as normal and as regular a draft as possible, but once we get into the third, fourth, fifth, and the later rounds, they're gonna be having some weird shit. Like they're gonna have they're gonna start having kids announce picks. They're gonna have they'll have people doing zoom with their kids on their lap like how weird is it going to get by like the fourth round for this draft as far as the media covering it i mean if it's anything like uh espn's coverage of horse for the nba oh my god we are in for a disaster broadcast (laughs) i have to say the horse contest was like below the Mendoza line of, for me, of how desperate are you to watch sports and how much do you miss sports in your life? And the horse contest, the answer was not that fucking much to watch guys play horse. I would rather watch bowling. (laughs) Um, It's getting pretty desperate. You know what I noticed too, Dave? My drinking consumption is actually, even though I'm drinking tonight, I'm drinking the, the, the watermelon margarita, my drinking is actually down during the quarantine because I drink a ton during Astros baseball during the week, and I don't have Astros baseball to watch, and I'm not drinking as much. Are you drinking as much? Yes, I am <laughs> drinking... Uh... And drinking way more, way more. Starts way earlier. You know, I'm getting home at three usually from work at the latest, if not earlier, if there's not even that much to do. And you're just sitting around and kids keep asking you the same questions 80 times. Who interviewed for you on Channel 4, right? They interviewed you. I was on WWL. I was also on WDSU. Were you drunk for those? No, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Um, 
Uh, wait, so Ralph, that's the watermelon margarita that you're drinking right now? Yeah. That doesn't look like watermelon. It's like white. Well, yeah, I mean, the, we they gave the, it 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 doesn't really taste it it tastes a little bit watermelony, but they gave us oh. like watermelon pieces, but we used all that before like three o'clock this afternoon. Yeah, you listeners should know that you can only hear us, but we can see each other. We can see yeah, each other. We're yeah, we're faced. We faced. We decided to try FaceTiming during the podcast. I so feel oh, yeah, Ralph, like you didn't even name. You didn't even mention Chase on. No, I didn't mention. He's going to be a top. 15 pick as well uh he could be fun he could be from lsu and i could mispronounce his name andrew he'd be like the the dream pick it's true I mean, he'd be edge though that wouldn't make you upset would it because you're like they don't you don't want him going defensive line right no yeah <laughs> i'd make an exception for an lsu player though yeah um, it's kind of like quarterback i'd be devastated if they picked one unless it's joe burrow all right, so I'm going to fire up this fan speak mock draft. The question before I hit the let's draft for round one, what is a player that you that we can all agree on that he needs to drop where we need to at least consider going fucking yellow for? Like mm-hmm. where we trade up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oof. I don't know. What about corner? Like, what about like C.J. Henderson? Like, I, Lattimore and Janoris Jenkins are great, but Janoris Jenkins is thirty over thirty. He's on a one-year deal. Lattimore's in his walk year next year. I mean, I would say, but do you want? I wouldn't burn. C.J. Henderson is tempting, but I don't necessarily because if you if you want to move up to get him, like. The third round pick will move you about six spots. I mean, like, how YOLO are we talking about? Are we talking about, like, Chase Young YOLO? No, we're talking, like, a guy that's in, like, the 8 to 10 <laughs> range. something actually attainable. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I'm with, uh, I, I like, again, I said it earlier, I, I like cornerback. I like potentially uh, uh, the guy from Ohio State. Uh, or uh, I don't know. All right. Well, we'll say Simmons if he falls to eight, or if I mean, like who's or who's the best? Who's the best wide receiver? Like Lamb? Who's the best? Judy. Lamb or Judy of Alabama? Yeah. yeah. I guess I mean, if okay. Like so I mean, look. either of those guys would be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Let's let's roll this. So let's see what we got. Um, Just pause it after the first 10 picks, Ralph, and tell us how the top 10 went. All right. So the first 10, um, Isaiah Simmons went nine. So top 10, Burrow, Chase, Derek Brown went third to Detroit. Wirf, Wirfs went fourth. Tua went five. Justin Herbert went to the Chargers. Wills went six, seven to Carolina. Uh the cornerback, Adoku, he went eight. Isaiah Simmons went Okuda. nine. And Becton went ten. So Jerry Judy is still there Ooh. at 11. And C.D. Lamb is still there too. Yeah. So I, I like both of those. So I, I think until one of those guys gets selected, you let it keep going. Okay. All right, so Judy just got cl- – 
So, um, so Judy just got selected. We're at pick 15, and uh, C.D. Lamb is still there. And it, Ruggs is there. Offer the second next year and the first this year to try to go get C.D. Lamb. Okay, so who who is picking at at, at uh, who picks at fifth? Who picks at twelve? At wait, I thought you said it was fifteen. No, I stopped it at twelve. I stopped it at twelve. Um, so uh, so let's see. Twelve is the Vegas Raiders. Oh, they need a wide receiver bad but we'll see so we'll offer them what are we gonna offer offer them the first and the third no 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 no. we're offering them the first this year and a second next year okay all right and they will send us no the rate the raiders they pick at at um let's see it says you said they pick at third they pick no, at, they pick at twelve. Okay. The forty ers pick at thirteen. All right. Who picks fifteen? Denver. Denver. All right. So I'll do it because that's who's up. The NBA finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Denver, I think last year the uh, the Saints, or, or the year they... Um, the Saint, the year the Saints, uh, they accepted Andrew. So we are on the clock. So all right. So we <laughs> lost our second next year, and our first this year, right? Yes. Oh man. All right. Take CD Lamb. All right. So. God, this offense is there. We're gonna put up forty points a game. <laughs> the Colts just offered us their their second round pick number two, their second round pick number twelve, their fourth round pick number sixteen, and their fifth round pick number fourteen to, for number for pick fifteen. <laughs> should, should but we then take, we don't have a first round pick, right? No, but you get two second round picks. Take it. Wait, Take, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to pass on C.D. <laughs> Lamb here? We're going to pass on C.D. Lamb, and we're going to How go. How many picks are we getting? You're getting the Colts. You're getting two second-round picks from the Colts, a fourth and a fifth. Ooh. I like it. All right. Jason so, Jason wants us to take the trade. Right, yeah. So, so we're taking the trade. This would <laughs> never happen. I'm just no. – um, So now – so, so now we're not going to get a first-round player, though. Yeah, no. that's not very YOLO. No, it's not. Um, no, because we're, we're 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 gonna t- we're gonna get tons of players, and you know one of them is gonna be, you know, at least two of them are gonna be starter yeah. roster guys. David uh, the Rook ten says we can load up on receiver in the second round. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. All right. Well, now that we have like fifteen second round picks, we better be taking Edwards Hilaire. Man, um, um, so we're on the clock. Uh, so let's we just look. passed on Ceedee Lamb. I mean, I'm just sick right now. So, um, the best wide receiver left is Ayuk uh, at 39. Uh, yeah. The top guy, the top two guys left are McKinney from Alabama, the safety, safety. Esponza from Iowa, the defensive line, and Clyde Edwards Alaire. I mean, Ooh, I want to take Alaire. <laughs> that I was going I think you need to take Ayuk personally. I would vote Ayuk. So you, uh, you're the deciding vote, Ralph. I'm gonna take. I would say, I'm gonna take Ayuk and roll the dice that Alaire is gonna be there. How many more picks until we pick again? Um, we are we are up again, and um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is there. Uh, Baltimore is offering a second, third, and fourth 
Seattle is offering a second, third, and two-fourths for the second-round pick. Trade. Ah. No. No. Take Edward, Edward Solaire. Do it. If you don't uh, do it now, we won't have another shot at him. No. Um, so we just took we just took Clyde Edwards Alaire. And and I think legitimately this trade down that the Saints did, it I think it's a at least the one we did, there's a slim chance. There's no way the Saints are trading down multiple times, Andrew, because you've yeah. said it multiple times. This roster, the Saints don't need to draft eight guys. They don't have eight places, right? Their roster is the best in the league. So they don't need a bunch of bodies. That's, that's stinking thinking. You're, you're, you're saying that you're happy where they are and there's no possible way that they can't, can't improve. That's, that's crazy. Well, no, they can't improve. I'm just saying it's not that it's just that like fifth and sixth round picks aren't going to make the team. Like they're not going to improve this team. Like, I don't don't know who's going to make the team. You have no idea. I don't, I, I don't want, I don't want, like like three third round picks, Dave. It doesn't interest me with this Saints roster, or three fourth round picks. Like it doesn't interest me. Like if they were five and eleven, I'd be like, they fucking need bodies because they're fucking terrible. This team, they're twenty six and six the last two years. They don't need. I rather get two dudes in the top forty than like six dudes in the top hundred. Like I just yeah. That said, know. they had, they did lose more guys in free agency this year than they have in years past. So yeah. they they have been depleted by free agency. Yeah, and they got them sweet sweet comp picks coming next. That's true. You know, um, so um, you know, uh, we'll pick. They'll pick in the third round. Um, and remember too, now that we did that trade, we have uh, we did that one trade. We have two uh, two fourth round picks. I almost feel like uh, I can't believe I cannot believe that um, uh, on this simulation, uh, Grant Delpit for LSU is still on this board. I. Like, Andrew, we've seen some crazy shit. We thought uh, Ramchek. That, that doesn't surprise me. He had a miserable year, man. Yeah, but he was he, back. He was awful. So, Dave. It could happen. So, what position do you think we want here? You know, we don't. They 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 don't have a linebacker yet. Um, we got to go defense. Malik Harrison is the best linebacker. He's Ohio State, Dave. He's not a corner, but we know the Saints do like Ohio State players. Oh, take him. Take him. Yeah, let's take him. (laughs) All right, so we took Malik Harris. Um, Do we, you know. um, You know it's, Ralph, you know it's Malik Harrison, right? (laughs) Do we need to trade up to, um, well, Grant Delpit, he just went, so never mind. Um, so that's the end of round three. So now we'll go to round four. And we, we're only doing five rounds on this because after that, no no one really cares about the this, this sixth and seventh round. Um, but in the fourth round, uh, as you look at this, I'm going to read you off best available. Is there a position any of you, either of you feel that they need to fill? Is there a name Wait, guy did, that did you we w- get a wide res- Did we get a wide receiver? Yeah, Ayuk. Ayuk. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Albert Okawanaboom, 
from Missouri is still there, he'd be an all-time Ralph Butcher's name multiple times. Yeah. Pick. Worth it. He's still there at 91. Um if we uh as we start the fourth round. We have pick 16 and 24 in this round. Um you know, do they need a quote well, the quarterbacks are looking really um What about Jake Fromm? Is he still there? He's gone. He's gone though. The interesting guy um uh Dallas is offering our two fifth their two fifth round picks. Get the fuck out of here with that. Dallas. Um so so, so they're on the clock. <laughs> Uh, best available is the safety from the XFL, Kenny Robinson. Uh, tight end Hunter Bryant. They need a tight end, Andrew. You know, Jared Cook is not what young. Else? Uh, Josh what Hill else? is not young. Um. Uh, let's see. Let's see what's what's available. They we just picked the linebacker. Um, do we? Do we do do we go best available here? Do either of you have a preference? Uh, Leaky, do we have a corner? Is there any corner in the mix? There's no corner yeah. left in the top twenty available, except for Dane Jackson from Pittsburgh. He's one forty-five. No. Well, no, Lamar Jackson. I take it back from from Nebraska. He's at he's at one thirty-seven. It'd be taking him about a half a round early. Depending on how desperate you are at corner, I think this guy. I don't know how good he is, but this is an all-time name team: Stantley Thomas Oliver the Second. I feel, <laughs> I feel like he that was motherfucker's a, a butler. <laughs> He's a corner. He's ranked two sixty-four though. But I mean. That's an all-time name. You can't even fit that name practically on the on the jersey, barely, barely. I think I, you go with the corner, Dane Jackson. I'm I'm reading about him right now. Six foot, one eighty-seven, four four five seven speed. So you know he's a little on the slower side, but decent speed. And right. uh, he he gave up forty-two percent completion rate last year. So he, yeah. he I'm sure analytics nerds love him. All right, so we'll uh, go. Yeah, take the corner. All right, we'll go corner. Where's Where's Throckmorton? Is Throckmorton still alive? Or still around? Or what is it? <laughs> yeah, is that it? Throckmorton? Calvin, Calvin Throckmorton. Is he a guard he, or a tackle? We can get it. We can get him in the fifth. He played tackle in college, but yeah, he's, he's uh, I think Calvin he Throckmorton. He's two twenty one on this board. He's still available. Um, we're on the clock again in the fourth round. Um. Best available, Hunter Bryant, the the tight end from Washington, who's really not a tight end. He's really like a bulked up wide receiver. Um, Julian Blackman, the safety for Utah, he's interesting. Um, you know, do we have to think quarterback? You know, I know they have Taysom, but do you need another dude to like? Because you gotta, they gotta have a third one, Andrew. They haven't signed anybody yet, right? What about and, uh, Morgan from uh, Florida International? Is he still out there? Uh, he is. He I is. mean, I, I would take a quarterback. You know, he's – I mean, he's kind of a mess, but he's got all the measurables. So maybe that's a guy that Sean Payton can fix. That'd be a – that'd be like – let's see. They're on pick 130. So that'd be like – that'd be like 
three rounds early for that dude. Mm. But the Saints, they picked Rick Leonard, and people were like, who the fuck is that dude? Like, so they... They uh they have they have a tendency to go off script and we have extra picks so it's not like we can't be reckless. Are we all in favor of da- of of James Morgan and we can make Captain Morgan jokes? I'm I'm suddenly for this. But don't we have picks <laughs> next round that we can take him with? We do. We do. I think you wait if. All right, so we'll wait. So so do we go tight end? I mean, Throckmorton. Strombridge. And here's another question. Who's the best available again? The the best of it, Hunter Bryan is the best available. Ugh. I'd rather get Thaddeus Moss late in the draft. Uh, tight end. This, this draft sucks at tight end. Thaddeus, Stephen Miller, Stephen Sullivan is still there, but Thaddeus Moss is gone. Thaddeus Moss is one of those dudes. He's all over the place in rankings. Like some people he hate him because of fourth, or he could go in the seventh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like uh, Famapio from Portland State. Charlie Tamapio. He would be great um, for me to mispronounce. Um, so who are we going with? Let's let's wrap this up. Who we? What are we doing here? Quarterback. Quarter. All right. Do it. it. All right. Quarterback. It's done. So now we'll go into. We're just doing. uh, We're just doing the. We're just doing five rounds in this. I don't know. People seem to. Andrew. Sometimes I feel like this. It gets kind of boring. But if if it's any indication of when we we've done some of the. We did a mock draft where we ended up being the all Louisiana edition where we picked a bunch of LSU and ULF yet players. People loved that shit and listened to the fuck out of it. So I think people quarantine in their house, like they can't get enough of the mock draft as, or as my wife, uh, as, uh, my wife, as, uh, yeah, my wife calls it the nerd tool. (laughs) I'm still mad at you guys for trading down and passing on CD lamb. (laughs) So in this round, in the fifth, we have Two uh, fifth round picks, and then we wrap up. Um, so I have to say, um, you know, these guys that are here now, you don't know. Although my boy Ken- Kendall Vildor is still there, and I just want to be able to be able to make if if they could draft him and he could be good, Dave. Do you know how many how many Kindle jokes I could make for four years in my WWL column? Do you know how amazing that would be for me personally? Give us a sample right now. Come on. What do you I got? I mean, I can't. I I would say you could do like my Kindle. I needed to. They they need to reboot it. Uh, you know, I just. I mean the, the the amazing that and that's just off the cuff. I mean this it never stops. So the top guy is a tight end. They got a running back. They they got a safety. Um, what are we looking to go? What are we looking to go here? Safety wouldn't be too bad. We already, we got Alaire right. We don't need a running back. Uh, what about is that is that guy from uh, Notre Dame still out there? I really like him. Who the tight end? He's he's a safety from Notre Dame. Uh, Aloy Gilman. Yeah, that's him. 
All right. If you want him, you can take him. Um, I, you know. I took him in my mock draft, which is posting <laughs> on Monday uh, on our website. And uh, I think he's going to be a pretty good safety and an excellent special teams player. So, um, Parker Houston, that sounds – Giovanni Ricci, that could be another guy where we could start playing uh, – we could start playing this. Would he qualify for the uh, Super Mario Brothers music, Dave? Yeah, I'd say. I'd say. Nice Italian boy. Right, so we're on you the could clock. Take him, you could take him to Olive Garden, Dave. Ooh, yeah, that sounds delicious. So, um, we're you know, Dave, I would accept you uh, fulfilling your bet by getting Olive Garden to go this takeout. <laughs> yeah, I, I might do that. Maybe I'll do that this Friday. We usually do takeout on Fridays, uh, uh, and I'll have to see if they're. I'm assuming they're open and taking orders. So that's a that's a good idea. Although, right. if there's anything worse than Olive Garden, it's Olive Garden that's been sitting in your car for 30 minutes on the drive home. Make sure you get extra breadsticks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What if I what if I eat up all my breadsticks and have my unlimited soup and salad? Then I, I can't get any more, can I? You could be like, I want an extra bag of breadsticks, and I want a bottle of the Olive Garden dressing so I can drink that shit on the way home. Make it happen. Quarantine life, man. Dave, no one judges. No one will judge you. You could be at the stoplight just swinging on the Olive Garden salad dressing. No no one will judge you unless they're a podcast listener. And then they'll know your hatred of Olive Garden is really a lie. All right. <laughs> final pick of this draft. Best – what are we looking for? We got um, – you know who's still there, Andrew? Quintez Cyphus, the wide receiver from Wisconsin. He's interesting. Uh, what about Throckmorton? Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta go. Um, Throckmorton is still there, so I guess Throckmorton is the final pick. There we go. We got our backup offensive lineman. Boom. <laughs> if they if they pick an offensive if they pick an offensive lineman. I think Saints Twitter will lose their shit more than if they trade up for a quarterback. Just because I think people will look at offensive linemen and they'll be like, you just paid Andres Pete all this money and you're going to draft the offensive lineman for a position he's not even going to play. Uh, he's not even have a spot in 2020. What are you doing? And I think that will be hysterical and it wouldn't bother me that much, Andrew, but Saints Twitter would lose their fucking minds, I think. True. Uh, all right, so let's see. Let's tally up this draft, and then we can uh, we can wrap this party up. All right, so they traded down, which of course with the Saints is just you know you might as well believe that this podcast is going to have good audio, or I'm going to have two working arms tomorrow. I mean, it's just fucking fantasy on fantasy on fantasy. <laughs> but we did it. So Brandon. Ayuk at 34, Clyde Edwards-Alaire at 44, Malik Harrison, Dane Jackson, those are and James Morgan, the quarterback from Florida International. Those are the top, you know, your top five picks. If they did this draft, Andrew, how would you feel? I would feel awful because they traded down. They didn't take CeeDee Lamb. I'd be revolted. I'd be disgusted. And <laughs> I would think that... 
they they were picking CD Lamb away from having the most explosive offense in Saints history, and instead they passed to get a receiver that's not quite as good and Edwards Hilaire, which probably means they're trading Alvin Kamara, so I'd be depressed. Dave. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's a great draft. It's a great draft. You're really <laughs> think, building depth at a lot of positions. I think I think I'm with Andrew and I think my headline for this podcast to generate them clicks is gonna be <laughs> most depressing Saints draft ever. I'm I'm now that I look at this draft, even having Clyde Edwards Alaire doesn't excite me because like Andrew said, it means that Camara, they're either trading him or this is his last year and he's walking out the door. And I just feel like to move up and then move back, that wouldn't happen. But I think the possibility of CD Lamb being there and the Saints not doing their normal YOLO and moving up to get him uh, and instead moving back would depress me a little. But it would... I would be. I would just have a tinge of happiness for Kevin that this would be his scenario. Um, final point, and then we'll get out of here. We didn't even talk about um, the Ricky William, the the 20th anniversary of the Ricky Williams trade. Maybe me and Andrew will do that on the daily podcast, which you should sign up for. Ten dollars, you get a podcast every day. Andrew's grit and grades and blog posts, and you get the crude taste of cup. Do it. It's amazing. Um, but. Uh, I lost my I completely lost my train of thought there, Andrew. Instead of instead of continuing my thought, I plugged the podcast and now I'm lost. Um You were talking about the twentieth anniversary of the Ricky Williams trade. Oh yeah. The the twentieth anniversary of that Do you think there is a possibility since teams are gonna be working remote, they haven't done all their research that they normally do, do you think the odds of something fucking bonkers happening in this draft is possible or more likely because of COVID-19 and everybody working remotely. Well, I do think uh, there's less accountability, potentially more decisions made in in a vacuum where you don't have 15 people in a room that are shouting their opinions and saying, no, you can't do that. Or no, you can't do this. I mean, we may see more of a GM just quickly calling one guy, quickly calling another, Hey, I'm doing this. Are you good with this? Are you good with this? So I I would say maybe less uh, cooks in the kitchen, you know? Yeah. And so I think there might be crazier moves for that reason. Um, (laughs) But man, you know, going back to Ricky Williams, I just remember that trade when it happened and I was going nuts and I was pissed and I wasn't even happy about Ricky Williams because I was just like, this is so stupid what they just gave up to get this guy. And (laughs) the thing is, I remember thinking to myself, like, they would have taken less. The Saints didn't have to offer this much. Like, Ditka was so locked in on getting Ricky Williams and he made everyone know it that he was just like, this is the guy he's going to win us a Super Bowl all on his own. And so the he he drove the price up himself. I remember that. Yeah. And I was furious. And so I remember and, and honestly, like people still talk about it. People still look back on that in the national media and they talk about the Ricky Williams trade. And that's why no one else has been that stupid since then. Well given up a bounty like well, that. Well I'll make the case of the three teams that were heavily involved in the Ricky Williams trade, Dave, 
Cincinnati, the Saints, and Washington, I can make the case 20 years later that the Saints were the least stupid of all three. Cincinnati, the Saints offered them the entire 99 draft, a first-round pick in 2000, and the first and third-round picks in 2001. And Cincinnati said, nah, brah, we're good. We're taking Akili Smith. So that's horrifically bad. And Washington had all those picks, and all they ended up with was LeVar Arrington. Like, those picks are fucking trash. Like, so the Saints, as bad as Ditka was, like, I think Cincinnati and Washington look worse. Um, yeah, the with, Saints won a Super Bowl after that trade before Washington did. Yeah. Unbelievably. <laughs> and Cincinnati, of course. Cincinnati's never won. Um, yeah. And Ditka wore the dreadlocks during the press conference, which was just weird. Um, but Dave, final thought from you, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, are you as excited for this draft as me and Andrew have worked ourselves up to be? Uh, I'm definitely excited to watch it. I mean, not because we haven't had any sort of real uh, live sporting action. So uh, this is about as close as we're going to get for a good little while. Uh, so, I mean, I'm definitely excited to watch it, to have something to do at night um, where I don't know what the outcome is going to be. And, um, uh, but I mean, I'm not that excited for the Saints draft, you know, no pick in the second round or whatever. Um, very possible that they could, very possible that they could, uh, trade up, uh, and possibly get rid of future picks or maybe even picks in this draft. Um, but, uh, overall final thoughts, uh, I, I honestly, I would like to see them potentially trade down. I know that's boring. I'm sorry guys, but, um, but, uh, otherwise, uh, what do I think is going to happen? I honestly do think that they're going to probably trade up, you know, a few spots, nothing big, nothing crazy. Uh, but I, I could see them jumping up into the late, late teens or something like that. Andrew. Well, of course I'm excited about this draft because I'd be excited about it anyway. I geek out over this stuff, but the fact that I don't have to manufacture excitement about Michael Jordan's documentary, manufacture excitement about, you know, some NFL game that's 10 years old or something that I'm going to rewatch. I I actually am excited about this because I would naturally be that way. And I'm, yearning for this i'm more desperate for it than ever so i am pumped for this draft uh to echo what dave just said the first you can go ahead and just assume that either the first or second 2021 pick is gone it's gone they are going to trade it they may trade even more than that uh i think the saints are going to be very active I plan on making popcorn because I think Mickey and Sean are going to put on a show for us. <laughs> and I'm expecting the Saints to make some noise and get some really good players. I want the Saints to trade up, have the clown Goodell background for their Zoom <laughs> for everyone. But I'm working gonna... on that right now. I got one that made that I'm going to tweet to Sean Payton as soon as we're done here. <laughs> I'm going to tweet, tweet it through the podcast. Tweet it to podcast. him. Say, you're welcome. 
come on the podcast. We'll, 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 we'll throw you all softball questions, just like Andrew said, except we're going to ask you about Viking and Gate. Which Andrew, that was the best. That was the best tweet you've had, I think, all year. You 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 had a perfect, nice, gentle ask of Sean Payton, and then you just blew it up with dynamite at the end. <laughs> I loved it. Well, um, you know, I, was, I I knew he was never going to come on, so I figured might as well make the tweet entertaining. Yeah, he'll never come on, but I know for a fact that people in the building listen. I know it. I get I get little birdies tell me. Uh the Saints are trading up and they're gonna trade up from Murray for the linebacker from Oklahoma. It's gonna be not exciting at all. They're gonna trade from twenty four to eighteen. They'll give up the third, and then they'll trade back into the second round, or they'll trade their fourth and their twenty twenty one second, and they'll trade back into the second round and get a receiver. That's what's gonna happen. That's my prediction. So um Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on a Sunday. The draft is but four days away. If you're a patron, stick in the Discord channel all week. We're going to be talking draft all week long. Sign up if you're not a patron because we are going to blow it out this week. The daily podcast every fucking day. We're going to go balls to the ball for this draft. Guys, we appreciate you in the live stream. Thanks for hanging out with us. Everybody else, see you this week. Until then, the bar is closed. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.